Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. When was the last time you used a payphone? <laughs> Holy cow. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if it was like, I'm assuming it was probably one of those like banks of payphones somewhere. Maybe mm-hmm. like at an airport on vacation, like traveling, you know, calling a cab or something like that. Yeah. Uh, 6,000 people were asked that same question. And the uh, the answer for more than half of us is just as you said, very, very long time ago or never. Uh, then the next most popular answer was 15 years ago. Um, young people, many of them said, I've never used one. Right. Just didn't know they existed. I think there was a story recently in New York City where they got rid of the final one yes. uh, somewhere. Yeah. A full third of people under 30 have never used a pay phone. Yeah, and I'm just trying to think now of like even in a mall, if there was even any that existed, like you think they would be there. I mean, if somebody's cell phone dies and they right. needed to get a hold of somebody to come and pick them up or something, you would think. But then again, nobody carries any change. Yeah. And if your cell phone dies, just go to the cell store. Yeah. <laughs> and charge it there for yeah. a couple of minutes in order to make it to send a text. Uh, or you can plug it in and call. There used to be. You know, I remember like banks at the entrances, like mm. bank banks of of, uh, of payphones, yep. right? Yeah, and I think it was for like calling cabs, basically. Yeah, where does Superman get changed anymore? Right, <laughs> he was always in the phone booth. Yeah, they were always so gross. You think back, you know, it's just one of those things, right? As time goes on and we we improve, we get better slowly, right? The idea of, like, you know, picking up a phone and shoving it to your ear when a thousand other people have done the same thing. <laughs> it's pretty damn gross. Every phone booth, yeah. like, when they had, oh, they no. were disgusting. Smelt like urinals. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And probably because they were used as them. Um, do you keep your cell phone on loud, vibrate, or silent? Uh, most people, when asked, said uh, that their phone is on uh, and loud, cranked up. Then vibrate, and then silent. Okay. But most saying that uh, they keep it on. Now, I will admit that uh, overnight and uh, during the show and when I'm napping, it's do not disturb. Okay. Um, you know, I've always I've said this to Maria and others. You know, we're here for four hours. If an emergency happened, there's nothing I can do. And, and uh, like, if, if all of a sudden I got a call that, you know, a family member had landed in the hospital. Well, don't tell me because now I'm just going to sit here because I can't leave. Right. So, you know, and when I get off the air, I, uh, I, I take it off of uh, Do Not Disturb. Okay. Yeah, mine's usually on. Um, overnight, it's on, on, like, Do Not Disturb. Otherwise, it's usually on. If, if it's not on vibrate, it's on very low. Mm-hmm. Very rarely. Like, uh, if I have to turn my phone up. If I'm going to be somewhere like loud or if I'm expecting mm-hmm. a call at some, I miss so many calls <laughs> because my phone is, you know, and even when it rings, I think it vibrates as well. But I miss so many calls because it'll be in my pocket. Yeah. And I don't hear it. Right. I know. And then I, uh, when I do get a call and it's in my pocket, normally I can just whip it out and, you know, do whatever I need to do. I'm, I'm whipping it out yeah, all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, slow on the whipping it out. But it seems whenever someone's calling is when I have all of a sudden this massive struggle to get it out of my pocket. Yeah. Uh, it's zipped up and I can't get to it. And It is amazing. Well, it's funny. I, I say I miss so many calls. I miss calls in general. Mm. Not so many because people don't generally call. Mm. And when our cell phone rings, it's like we don't know what to do with it. 
No, I know. Like, people don't, they can never swipe. Like, the screen doesn't work. The <laughs> buttons don't work. <laughs> no. It was like a massive panic when the phone actually rings. On uh, last week, tonight with John Oliver, he was making the comment about uh, never call me, text me. If you call me, I want you to, if you think you're going to call me, lose my number. We're no, we're no longer, people are just, they just hate. And it's funny how it's just become this thing amongst everybody. And especially, I guess, younger people than older, but just hate getting phone calls. Right. It's it's so odd. Now, but we're uh, the same way with all technology. Because it used to be, hey, throw me an email. And we 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 get them and we just ignore them mm-hmm. right we don't reply to you invite people to things via email and you hear nothing back just yeah. crickets in fact like sending one email invite or e invite isn't worth it you got to send you might as well schedule the second one when you send the first one because everyone needs a reminder well we have and i'm sure a lot of families have this we have a a a, a ven um, we got all of the Vens and all of the Outlaws on one WhatsApp. Okay. You know, and so when we had like our big gathering um, over the weekend, we just sent that out. And again, you're right. Like, hey, having a big, you know, booze up for David. He's back. Crickets. Yeah. No, I know. We can't, we can't answer anything. No. Well, and, and in some senses, because the, when you have group ones, they're annoying because you get the one person who's got to respond to everybody. Right, right. And it's like it's like the all staff email, right? Like the little ha ha joke from one dude that it just keeps going and going and going. Mm-hmm. And then we stop reading. Right? Yeah. We forget what the point of it is, what the point of the original email was. Like, hey, everyone's getting fired on Friday. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. I, uh, got to be very careful, too, with the WhatsApp. Do you have family groups on WhatsApp? Uh, we have not really family group. No, my, my family doesn't talk to each other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, we, like, yeah, we had, like, hockey team right. group chats on, on WhatsApp. That we we, uh, we have a bunch of different ones. Like, Maria and I will have one between just each other. Then we have one just with David. Then we have one just with Daniel. Because sometimes you got to talk about, like, say, a birthday present or something that you don't want right. you know, the, other, the other person to see. Or, like, this big family group one that we have. We won't just text each other? No, we seem to have really got... Well, Marie and I text every day, but yeah, the whole family thing, like the, uh, my boys, very so you'll young. text and you'll have a WhatsApp chat? I think that when I communicate with Daniel and David, it's through WhatsApp if I'm on my phone and not a text. Like, I find that so weird. Like, even with, like, like Evan, right? He's yeah. got a phone, he's got a number, right? But he's always asking for some new chat app. Right. So he can chat with his friends. Like, right. you have a bloody number. Yeah. Why don't you just give them your number? <laughs> like, no, because they don't use that. Like, what do you mean they don't use it? I know. Like, I feel so old when talking. And not that they have to call you. Mm-hmm. Right? Just text you. I know. It's 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 also crazy. Like, there's so many things that I, I I find so crazy that as as I move on in parenthood that I I think some of these things should just they, they evolve like they should just know them mm-hmm. after a while right like Evan plays in a golf league on Mondays you know and okay I have to teach him uh, all right we had to get him a, a debit card mm-hmm. and here's how you use it it's mm-hmm. how you you know here's how you use an ATM how do you put money into your account how you right. take money out of your account how you check how much money is in your account right right and, you know okay these are the lessons that I think you'd have to learn right mm-hmm. okay well then I take him to his first golf thing well this is how you check in this is how you pay 
Yep. Right? And I was like, all of this, I'm like, man, I, I thought you were getting older. Like, this is, you seem like a baby in this. And now it's like, okay, well, you've got buddies who you're going to meet there. Maybe you should text them a heads up. Mm. Hey, everyone going to be here today or right. before you are standing there alone after I drop you off because none of your buddies can communicate. And that is just a foreign concept. Yeah, no, and I and I remember going through all of that stuff. And I think there was at some point, you know, you, you start off, it's like teaching them how to shave. Like, that'll be your next thing. You'll stand in front of a mirror with them and right. show them how to work a razor blade, you know. Uh, you know what's a great moment is when you show them how to pay the stripper. That's, that, I'll tell you what, if there's, if there's how ever... How do you do that now? Because, you know, what are you, throwing toonies It's, it's a hip tap. Oh. It's, it's such a father-son bonding moment. Yes. When you say to your son, give her this 20. <laughs> Shove it in her thong. I just read this this morning and I thought, well, this is a, a reminder for me of how my life was not that long ago. One of the best things about being an empty nester. Things like less laundry and your food bill goes down and a clean house stays clean and energy bills down and not having to clean up after anybody and cooking's easier and more freedom because my youngest is home. And so right now, Maria is walking on heaven. She's walking on clouds. She's got both her boys home. And I just look and think, damn, it's loud in here. And, and, and it's like a house. It's like, you know, you, this time of year, you see all the, the, the new wildlife being born, baby animals everywhere. You see nests up in a tree with all these little squawking beaks. That's what it's like to have people in my house again. Well, Everybody they, they, needs to be fed. They call it empty nest for a reason. I'm going to kick them all out. You had it for a moment, didn't you? Six months at least. Okay. Glorious. <laughs> I love my boys. Wouldn't know life without them. Right. But they gots to go. I've had enough already. And he's home for a month. He just got there Friday. He was already borrowing the car yesterday. It's too much. It's all too much. Mm. I saw a house up the street, literally, for lease. I walked the two of them down there. I said, <laughs> I said, I can love you and your mother can see you all you want. You can be down there. But then I also do this, too. I'll look at Daniel and David. Because I've often joked with Maria that I'll say, you know, all we share is bath towels and wedding bands. Right. You're, you're blood with them. Right. So they're stuck with you. I can bail. They're stuck with you. <laughs> So I'll look at Daniel and David and Maria's back will be turned to me or whatever. I'll catch their eye and I'll do the blackjack I'm out dealer thing. I'll like, hands up, hands down, swipe them, I'm out. She's your problem. Uh, Lucky did something over the weekend, hasn't done in decades. Had sex. <laughs> Won an argument with his wife. Right. Uh, no, you went to the movies. I did. I did. Uh, it was Wee Evans' 13th birthday on Friday. 13, the man is. Teenager. He's no longer Wee. No, very much no. Uh, and we've had a lot, I've had that asked a lot of times. Like, what happened to Wee Evans? How come he doesn't do the football He's pick? not Wee. He's not Wee anymore. Doesn't sound cute. No. He, uh, yeah, he, he would have been three. Yeah. I now, think I think he was four when we started uh, doing the football picks. Okay. Yeah. At that point. Well, because he was hustling at the time. Right. right? He was, well, now you had him uh, as a, a young baby doing football picks with his cereal, right? Well, well how it first started, because I was playing at the time, I was playing like the pro-line picks thing right. where you pick all the games. And I would play a card for me. Right. And, and then, but you'd hear like 
uh, like the winner would be some woman who like went by her favorite color, right? right? Like like all these guys and dudes are like, oh, I know football, I can uh, I can pick. And no, the winner would be based on right. color or what Halloween costume was closest to the team mascot, right? Right. right. And, and so I figured, you know, the best way would be to have my toddler pick them <laughs> and see how it goes. What I did was I took cue cards and I printed the logos, all the helmet logos, mm. uh, onto the cue cards, and I would put them up matching with a Cheerio in each one. And whichever Cheerio he took first, I would pick that team. And did it work out? Often he beat me. That's oh, great. All the time. That's but great. what happened was, and so uh, when when we keep doing this as he got older, mm. he started to learn the team names mm. as he was doing it. And, you know, by age four, when... You know, Doug came to us and said, "Hey, we got to do a football pool thing." You said the first thing you said was, "I know nothing mm. about football," and I jokingly said, "The funny thing is, Evan knows the team." Yeah. and we said, "Well, let's try it." And I remember That's that. Great. I remember the first time we had him on the air, we had a lady call right away. She said, "I have no idea about football, but on the DVP, and that was bloody cute." Yeah, and, yeah, and that's how that kind of started. And he did. Well, I mean, we did it for years, and he, he won uh, the pool a couple of I times. Think he did. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't stop reminding me no. of that. <laughs> Um, so and that's he, why you got fired. That's right. Right. I've had enough. Don't so, make me look bad. Anyway, he turned 13 and he, he decided he wanted to do a, a movie with some buddies. Okay. Of his. And, and uh, because he was turning 13 and Top Gun was a PG-13 movie. And get in. That he could, uh, he was of age and so on. And had uh, I've, I've taken him through the original a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And so... He wanted to see the new Top Gun. I, I think I had taken the kids to a, a theater probably about five or six years ago. I okay. think. Like one of their kids' movies they wanted to see. Yeah. I took them to see that and I fell asleep. Um, it seems to me, and as much as I'm sure we have in, uh, love Top Gun, I, I, I'm sensing, though, there might have been a little persuasion on your side about what movie to go see. I don't think so. I mean, the I, Jurassic Park new one opened up this weekend as well. Do we right. have any interest uh, in that? No, he didn't have. A, he has. I don't think they've watched all oh, the Jurassic okay. Parks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, he, there was no interest expressed in that. I might. I like. I think we gave him some options, mm. like you know, Top Gun or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but we can either know, go someone call that right. influencing. Yeah. Others maybe not. So, um, was it excellent? That movie's fantastic. Really, I will say, I, I listen. I'm a fan of of, of Top Gun. Yep. Uh, Top Gun for me was, uh, you know, the movie in the late '80s. I remember my dad when he, he put in a surround sound system mm. and a big TV. You know, remember, remember the big boxes, like yep. 50 inch TV, uh, and uh, we had one. And that was that movie was the. Uh, the show off for that system. Listen to these effects. You know, you got to Hey, sit down. You got to watch yeah. Top Gun when the when the jets roar. So I I must have seen that movie a hundred times right. at least. Um, and it's still a remote drop for me as well when when Top Gun's on. I don't even see it on TV all that often, but I I would watch it. Yeah, and so. You know, to see that one in the theater, I was waiting for it to come out, and and I was interested to see it. But I thought they did a, I thought they did a fantastic job. You have to see it if you're if you've seen the first one, and even if you haven't seen the first one, if you're with someone who hasn't, you'll still get the gist of it. They okay. they, they pay homage to the first one a lot, but there's little subtle uh, like drops and hints to it that are are really good. And, and it is, it is. I think one of the better sequels I've ever seen. Oiled up uh, volleyball on the beach. Uh, it's not volleyball this oh. time. I don't want to give it away. But right. uh, if you're looking for Tom Cruise oiled up, you'll be all right. Um, I am. Uh, and uh, the uh, the big talk of the film is, of course, the uh, 
the appearance of Val Kilmer, which Tom Cruise pushed very hard to have happen. And I think they did that really well. It, it was really well done. Good. You know, like Val Kilmer with all of his struggles with the, with the, the tongue or throat cancer he yeah, had. Yeah, throat cancer. Um, you know, and, and, and can't talk. They, um, you know, they, they were able to work it all in very nicely nice. and a great tribute to Val Kilmer to have him in there. As very well. nice. And uh, you went to Pocket? How many kids were there? <laughs> uh, six. You paid for six, six kids at the movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And snacks? And, and snacks. And no dinner. Wonder, it was crazy. No wonder you needed that Bacardi. <laughs> <laughs> Get me a double. Boy, uh, Connor McDavid really uh, trending on Twitter and not for hockey. No. Off ice. The Stanley Cup final gets going this week. The Edmonton Oilers, of course, not going to be in it. Eliminated. Uh, by the Colorado Avalanche, yeah. and perhaps Connor has eliminated himself from a relationship. Yeah, the Ebon Twelves are not in it, but he is. Um, <laughs> you know, when when uh, when Mitch Marner got carjacked, uh, one of the jokes we were throwing around was, "Well, if he had just stayed in the playoffs, he wouldn't have been in a car at a movie theater, and right. and uh, probably had uh, had Edmonton stayed in the playoffs, then Connor wouldn't be out running around with some other girl." A few people are joking that he could uh, sleep on his heated driveway now in Edmonton. <laughs> Uh, if Lauren, his girlfriend, is still even there, or maybe he's single now. Who knows? Yeah, yeah well, that's the thing. They, they may have broken up. Uh, of course, they made news together recently because of this Architecture magazine yeah. feature that uh, put their house on display. Lauren, an interior decorator, mm. uh, his girlfriend, uh, and uh, or maybe ex-girlfriend. We don't know, but there's some video surfacing of Connor McDavid hand-in-hand walking down the street with... Someone who does not look like his girlfriend. Not at all. And it was funny, too, because we were, were laughing when we read this article because the two of them got interviewed and walking through the house. And, yes, she does interior design. So I guess she was very much involved in the, the blueprint of the house or at least the, the stuff that went inside of it. And, you know, we were joking that uh, she must be selling a hell of a lot of bar stools because <laughs> to pay for a house like that, I mean, obviously she had to be the breadwinner there. I mean, he doesn't make that much money playing hockey to afford a house like that. But they've been dating since 2016. He's young. He's 25. You know, that's I, I get it uh, when you reach any kind of success in any sort of endeavor. Uh, you have to keep your friends close, and it can be a real issue of trust with people. And so he had been dating this uh, Lauren girl probably since, like, high school. Uh, obviously, if he's only 25 now, he was, like, 19 or 18 when they were dating. And so she comes with some security in that she knew him prior to all of his success. And right. Then, you know, now if he, it, it probably does become a thing of, well, I'm comfortable with her because I know I can trust her. If I'm out there on the market, who the hell do I trust? Right, yeah. You know. Yeah, who's who's interested in, in the me? Yeah. Well, because Connor, I don't know the guy. I've never met him. You probably have through the OHL. But he really seems like the type of guy that if he wasn't Connor McDavid of the Edmonton Oilers, he wouldn't be getting that kind of action. Right. Well, and to say I know him, like I passed him in the hallway and said hello, and I think probably interviewed him once. But, yeah. uh, again, so guarded mm-hmm. uh, most players are when it comes to actually dealing with, with media and the press because of the same thing. Maybe they're after you for something and mm-hmm. answer a question or, or, or some kind of uh, insight that's it's not about a personal relationship. That's no. completely different. Well, and the, the the little short video that's being shared is him and her walking. So it looks probably like in the evening, maybe coming from a nightclub or a bar or something. And he does look 
like a deer in the headlights. He seems a tad like eh, this is. Like he's had a few drinks yeah, in this video. Yeah, or he's a little concerned. Like he's holding her hand, and then at one point, I think he lets go of her hand. Like he's pressing because if he's still with Lauren. Right. That's a problem. Right. That's a discussion. Yeah. Be there at that house for that garage sale. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, he's not alone in the video either. It's not mm. just a girl. There's there's others with him. One looks like it might be Zach Cassian. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, and if that's the case, you know, hey, wingman. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? For Helinda's Meets, Ted Reader joins us. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Morning, Ted. How are you? Yeah, I can't complain. You're vertical. That's exactly it. <laughs> we were at uh, the joint on uh, Friday night and uh, went by to see Ted and, and Doug and the whole crew at the joint at El Dorado Golf Course and uh, stayed and had the calzone, which, by the way, the joint calzone is just spectacular. Thank you for that, Ted. You're and, welcome. And everybody that came by to see Ted, and he's out there. He's like a rock star, right? Oh, yeah. Girl, you know, and he's everybody's coming by to say hi to Ted. And everybody's, hey, Teddy, how you doing? Vertical? <laughs> Vertical? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the key, right, Teddy? Got to stay vertical. That's the key. Got to keep, keep it upright. <laughs> Ironically, we didn't get a chance to chat with you on, on Friday, Ted. We have technical issues here. But we were talking about what would happen if you weren't going to be vertical. Uh-huh. <laughs> As, uh, the conversation had kind of come up uh, last week for me with Adrian. We were talking about, oh, boy, we were having some nachos. She's like, I love these. I think they'd be my final meal mm. like if, if you had a chance at a last meal and uh, you know for me i think you know i love uh, a steak oscar mm. uh, like the seafood steak combination mm. with like a lobster bisque uh kate chose poutine that's funny near and dear to my heart yeah uh and so we wanted to ask you ted what what would be your last meal I, i'd have to go with the burger oh okay yeah i'd have to go with the burger big juicy burger something to ruin that final t-shirt that i'm wearing (laughs) (laughs) and uh of course you need to have a little bit of a steak on that as well possibly some fried chicken to go with it and don't forget you need to have a salad (laughs) <laughs> of course, yeah, dressing right. on the side. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, yeah, you got to be healthy. You got to you got to eat healthy on that last meal. Like, why would you wait to your last meal to try a salad? Yeah, type? right. Because <laughs> it'd be good, right? You know? Yeah. Big bowl of lettuce. <laughs> you know what? Give me a bag of salt and vinegar potato chips and a big bucket of hell of a good right. dip. I'm thinking poutine is my side. You're going salt and vinegar. Ted yeah. goes with a salad. Yeah. I, I would probably, probably my mother-in-law's uh, pasta and meatballs and the, the pancetta. I think that's probably would be my. Oh, yeah. Probably be my final meal, I would think. That would be a good one. Um, good. Are you going to bring that over to the joint one day for us to try? I'm going to bring my mother-in-law over there and have her work in your kitchen. <laughs> You'll love me for it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. That's what you need, an angry nana in the in the kitchen. Um, so, Teddy, Father's Day not far away, and maybe some very generous children, hint, hint to my boys, might consider buying their father a, a barbecue, perhaps. Now, there's a wide variety, and if somebody is big into barbecue, they probably have real specifics. But um, if you were going out and, and purchasing a new barbecue, and uh, you were getting one for your dad, perhaps, and you didn't know a whole, bo- a whole lot about the bells and whistles, of a barbecue, uh, if someone was even going to go out and look just for a basic solid rig, what should we be looking at? Well, first you got to figure out: Do you want to go gas for a gas grill? Mm-hmm. 
Do you want to go electric to have yourself a pellet smoker? Okay. Or if you want to go onto the world of charcoal and hardwood, then do you want to start with something simple like a like a kettle grill? Okay. Or do you want to work your way up into an offset barrel? Or do you want to go into the Kamados, like a big green egg or a Kamado Joe? Uh, those kinds of grills. And you really have to figure out, you know, what's your dad looking for? And then you have to figure out how much do you want to spend. Right. And that creating that budget and then doing the research online before you go hitting the stores up, do the research and see what you see what you'd like to uh, like to get. Dad, and oh, let, let's drop go. some hints around your dad so you can find out what he's looking for. <laughs> Definitely so. But but I mean, when you're looking at, at your your basic barbecue, a, a basic gas grill, you see the range in pricing. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know, for most people, you look at it and go, okay, what the hell's the difference? I see three burners on this one. This one's got a side burner. Maybe okay, does that cost more? Where where's the real kind of bells and whistles come in on this? Well, one is in the construction of the of the gas grill. So you got to look at the thickness of the metal. Okay. How heavy is that grill? If you can push it around with a single finger, it's not going to last a long, long time. Mm. You want something that's made of some serious metal because that thickness of the metal is going to hold in the heat. You want to look at the thickness of the burners and because some burners are very, very thin and they'll burn out very quickly on you and you'll have to replace them. And buying some grills, you got to look at what kind of parts can I get? Some grills you buy, there are no replacement parts. There's nothing. When it's done, it's done. Right. So you sh- should spend a little bit more and buy something that's going to be durable and long-lasting. You want a gas grill that's going to last you at least 10 years. Is that is that kind of the lifespan on them for a good one? Oh, yeah. I've got I've got gas grills in my backyard that are over 10 years old, and, uh, and they're still kicking it. So mm-hmm. you... you you know, you got to keep your grill clean. A clean grill is a healthy grill, and it'll last a lot longer. And it's also a hotter grill. Um, look at your budget. I, you know, if you're going to buy a gas grill for two hundred bucks, it's not worth it. Mm, right. Cheap you need to spend a little bit. That's right. what I spend on a car. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, at the way things are priced right now, you're going to spend two hundred bucks on a hibachi. You know, you know what? Let me, let me tell you both a quick little side story. So my youngest son is home. He's been up in Nunavut. He's down here for a month visiting. And so he says something about, I, I think I'm going to go buy a used car. I, I only want to spend a couple of grand. Like I, a piece of junk that I can just get around. So we go online and start looking up uh, cars for $2,000. The first thing that came up was just tires and rims. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can get you four tires and four rims right. for two grand. And that's about it. And so, uh, yeah, you've got to always right. look at spending a little more money. And, and Ted, you made a great point there, too, where, you know, some of us, you think, oh, man, should I go with the name brand or, or an off-market kind of thing? Mm. But if you're looking for replacement parts, maybe sticking with a name brand, uh, even a cheaper line of that will help. For sure. Definitely. And uh, because you, you're going to, at some point, depending on how much you use that grill, you are going to need replacement parts. Whether it be the burner, whether it's going to be the starter that comes with it, something is going to go eventually on them. And you will need some parts to replace it. And going with the big name brands, they, they can help you. They can help you source it. They can look back 10, 15 years and still get you parts for your, for your grill. 
Or we could just do like Ted does, flip over a shopping cart and right. cook on the back of that. <laughs> I've yeah, seen, you can cook on anything I've in the back Ted of Doug's Ted. truck. That's right. I've seen I've seen Ted cook on everything. Uh, Ted, if people want advice on buying a grill or they want to find out about the upcoming events at the joint, and again, Friday night was excellent. The chill there, the vibe is so great. You got the music. It really is a place to hang on the weekend. People want to get a hold of you, talk about the joint, El Dorado Golf Course. Uh, just grilling in general, how do they get a hold of you, pal? You're going to find me in social media at Ted Grills or at Ted Readers Barbecue The Joint. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.